You're listening to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Empowerment in business and life. Welcome to episode two of the Womanpreneur Podcast. My name is Melissa Motes, and this is the lovely Amanda McCune. Hi, Amanda McCune. Hi, Melissa Motes. How are you doing today? I am doing all right. How are you? I'm doing well. We're here. We're, we're here, here again. We're here again. We came back for more. I know. And we're really grateful that you tuned back in to hang out with us. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about self-care and what that means as a womanpreneur, whether you're at home, taking care of your family, starting a business, running a business, all of the above. I think it's sort of reclaiming the word selfish and with the ex- explanation that it's not you do whatever you want at the expense of other people, but also that you don't do whatever everybody else wants at the expense of yourself. Yeah. You know, it's sort of taking that back and saying it's okay to take care of yourself. And, and in many ways, you have to take care of yourself in order to take care of other people. I know. Do you ever feel guilty for uh, having time for yourself? I don't. <laughs> Some people do. I think, but I know a lot of people who do. And part of it, I think, is because I'm not emotionally driven. I always try, try to joke that I'm a robot, and I don't mean it in a bad way. I'm just not. I'm very logical. I don't feel a lot in that sense. Um, so it's easier for me to compartmentalize and say, okay, well, I need to do this for me now, and then I can go do this for you then. Yeah. Um, but I don't really feel guilty about it. Yeah. There are times, like even just recently, we had a three-day weekend when your self-employed three-day weekend doesn't necessarily mean a whole lot. Right. But I try to treat it that way anyway. And I've had this whole plan on that Sunday. I was just going to be super productive. I didn't have to be anywhere. I didn't have Pilates in the morning. I had no client work. It's going to be super productive. And then I did not do a single thing the entire day. You were selfing and hardcore. I was selfing. And there was a, a moment... Actually, probably a few moments when in my head is like, I really should be working on marketing or I should be, you know, trying to update my website or do something productive. But in that moment, I kind of reminded myself, you've been very busy for the last week, haven't taken a lot of time to just be. Mm -hmm. So if this is what you need right now, then the work will still be there later. Just enjoy a lazy day on the couch with the cats, and that was exactly what I needed. It was That's fun. good. Well, some people do actually feel really guilty for taking time for themselves, or um, they struggle with, you know, just that it, they feel like they're being selfish if mm-hmm. they're if they're selfing. And uh, a couple years ago, a really good friend of uh, ours, Les Sinclair, um, he's just this amazing just man full of so much wisdom and love. And he said to me, you need to partake in more selfing. And I said, what? And he said, you need to do more selfing. And I said, selfies? And he said, (laughs) no, selfing. It's a good thing. It's just taking time for yourself and being, you know, being taking time to be selfless or, uh, you know, love thyself is not anything you need to feel guilty about. You need to just take full, full selfing, just take full permission to do that. And so I was like, I love that idea. I want to do that. And if you think about it, for anybody who spent time on an airplane, when they do this sort of safety briefing in the beginning, one of the things they tell you is make sure to secure your own oxygen mask before you help anybody else. else. And it's sort of that same concept of 
if you're just, con and, and I love people who are giving and who are selfless and empathetic and all of that, I think it's great, but some, there are people out there who give so much and they forget to treat themselves with that same kindness. Absolutely. And whether, you know, if you are a business owner, you can't service your clients very well if you're not taking care of yourself. If you're a mom, you can't service your kids. You can't really be there, you know, because if you're angry and upset all the time or stressed. Bad mood. They pick up on that. You might not realize that they pick up on it, but people pick up on that. So yeah. it's sort of, you know, realizing that you have to take care of yourself in order to be the best you can for others. Yeah. Self-care, I think, and selfing is um, it's just amazing. And I think today, you know, coming together before the, the podcast shoot, we were talking about all the different things that self-care you know, includes, mm -hmm. and it can be everything from, you know, your diet to, um, the kind of foods you're eating to your exercise, to just taking time to relax, rest, unwind. Like you just said, you needed some time with your kitty cats and your couch. I know that's your favorite place <laughs> to be and unwind. Um, I know for me, like self-care, I like to just, I like to take a nap sometimes, and just shut off my phone. Sometimes self-care is just shutting mm -hmm. off my cell phone. No dinging, ringing, pinging, being <laughs> technologied in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. um, I think that is like a nice mental break. And um, one thing that I was really excited about last night was uh, my husband was like, you know what we need to do? We need to take a little staycation. And he threw this at me like three or four days ago. And I, it, my first answer was no. You know, like I, I can't because I have so much stuff to do. I have so much going on. And he's like, well, why can't you? It's Sunday night. Let's just go stay here locally on the strip and go out for a nice dinner and just hang out. And I don't know why I said no so fast. And then last night when we were out having a really great time, he was like, see how much fun we're having? See how great this is? And I said, this is really awesome. I don't know why I said no. I'm, I'm going to say yes more quickly next time. But I think that reaction that you had is sort of the default that most of us have. Like, oh, we don't have time for the fun things. It's There's work to do. And especially you're a business owner or you're a busy parent or whatever the case may be. It's very yeah. easy to say, oh, I just have all these things to do. Yeah. We always have things to do. But those things are always going to be there. And I think sometimes we have to sort of take a step back and prioritize and say, do I have to do this thing right now? Yeah. Or if I go out and spend, you know, have fun for the evening, will it still be waiting for me when I Tomorrow, get back? Everything was still waiting for me <laughs> and the world didn't stop. And I had a really great time. And today I actually feel pretty darn refreshed and good. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm glad I did that for myself. I had a, or I have a client. Her name is Melissa Motes. She's this great, great woman. And she is pretty good about reminding me to do things. And there was a time I remember talking to you about, oh, I, I really like massages. I don't get them often enough. I just, I never think to do it. I don't know why. There's really no reason why I forget. And then I got the surprise of a gift card for a massage place. And I just thought, I remember being there the whole time being like, I really need to do this more often. And I have not had a massage since then. <laughs> wow. I just keep forgetting. Like I, it's, I do other things, but I forget. That. And that's not, that's not, a, that's not a hint. I know it's not a hint, <laughs> but hey, it's, it's but, fine. Let's just say I've noted that and uh, <laughs> it's all good. 
Good no. to sometimes have somebody remind you, oh, you need to take time for yourself now. So the question is, what are you ladies and gents out there doing for yourself for self-care? Like what we'd love for you to write on our Facebook or on our Instagram. Let us know like what you're doing for yourself or you're on our Twitter. Can they write on our Instagram? No, they can't write They can on send us well, messages. Send us There's messages. comments. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty... T technologically we're, we're cool. obviously social media experts yeah here. we are i love facebook i'm good at facebook <laughs> and i'm pretty good at instagram but i i don't know i don't tweet so maybe okay. throw some tweets out there <laughs> let us know what you're doing for self-care what um, are some of the things you like to do well definitely i love to get a good massage every once in a while because i know that's really good for just just to rest and to slow down. And one hour, I always laugh when I'm on my way to my massage appointment and I'm running late. I'm always late to every massage appointment I have. And I'm like, here I am in my car frantically <laughs> trying to get there, driving safely. Uh, but like, I'm like a, you know, just a fireball, like, you know, of energy when I come through the door at, at the massage place. And they're always like, take your time, go in the quiet room for a couple of minutes. And I'm like, okay. And uh, I always want to just kind of come down and, uh, you know, just get my heart rate to relax a minute before I start the massage. But when I'm there, I'm always so glad that I do, um, you know, take the time out for a good hour. I always do 90-minute mm -hmm. massages oh, yeah. because I'm late. So then I'll <laughs> at least get like a little over an hour. That's like my strategy. Um, one of these days I'll be on time. <laughs> <laughs> you, you factor in. See, I don't think I'd be able to know that I was wasting minutes that could be involved in massage. I so I, I'm the person that shows up early. But, yeah. Well, you know. that's, that's, I'm going to, I'm going to try to do, do better with that. But well, I think too, for me, like I said, self-care is, you know, sometimes taking a nap. Um, I, I don't know about you, but just with the computer and the cell phone and everything, I just always feel like I'm engaged with some kind of activity. If it's not a phone call, it's a text message, it's an email ding. Um, so I think just for me, self-care includes shutting off my devices or at least silencing them and not having them around me. Um, I really find that to be whew, a chance for me to kind of catch my breath. Yeah. I have a sort of rule that I don't check my email after, like, and it's not a set time, but usually 8 o'clock or so. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't do any work after that time unless I have to. Sometimes there are cases when I'm on a deadline and I have to do something. But I found that it, when I worked a full-time job, I would check those emails and then I would, you know, read something and it was just would be in my head until I did whatever the thing was. Mm -hmm. So I've kind of figured out, well, no, just stop checking. And so some people have their phone set to automatically check their email. I don't do that. Mm -hmm. It only checks when I go on and say check That's the email good. because it's that it's for me it's necessary to have to sort of stop things because I continue to think <laughs> so if I work up until the time I go to bed then I end up kind of stuck and then I'm trying to go to sleep but I'm still thinking about what I'm doing and yeah. I find that at least giving myself a couple hours sort of helps transition and, and calm things down so I can sleep and start over again the next day that's good I think too for me um self-care is uh taking at least one day a week. For me, Sunday is a day that I will really try to avoid my computer altogether and not look at any emails and just kind of, you know, have a day where I sleep in, um, don't look at any of my social media. I don't look at my, it's just like complete technology break for a day. I mean, that's how much 
I engage with technology every mm-hmm. day. And I'm sure uh, I'm not alone in that. I'm sure everybody <laughs> feels <not>. that way. <laughs> um, but that's just, that's my, I think that's my biggest thing. It's like being a voice actor. Um, I have a lot of different agencies and production companies and clients who email me throughout the day. And a lot of the things that I'm asked for to voice um, is they're very quick turnarounds and they want stuff, you know, voiced and, and, you know, sent over to them as quickly as possible. So I kind of always have that like um, sense of urgency involved in my day. So, um, so I think the biggest thing I do for self-care is uh, taking a break from the technology. I do love a good massage every once in a while, but I think too, one of the things we might want to touch on is just some of the like daily things that we're doing um, to, to take good care of ourselves mm-hmm. while we're in our work day. I know one big one for me is water. <laughs> Boom. how yeah. much water do you drink? A uh, minimum gallon. And yeah. I know it's, that's just how much I go through. And we live in Las Vegas. It's a desert. We need to stay hydrated, but I do thirsty talking about it. I feel like I need to drink a lot of water throughout yeah. the day and I don't drink much else. I drink water and tea and that's basically it. Yeah. So it's, I know I'm, I'm super exciting, everybody. No, you <laughs> are exciting. I'm laughing because you drink <laughs> water and tea and I drink water and coffee, mm-hmm. which is a really great diuretic. So I'm like super dried out, living out in the desert <laughs> and running my heat. So I've got the heat drying me out, the desert drying me out and the coffee drying me out. So you need the water. I aim for a good mm-hmm. gallon to kind of like you know, balance things out. But my, my sister always jokes that, uh, any ailment you have, it's, you just need to drink more water, you know, have a headache, drink more water. Mm. You're in a bad mood. You need to drink more water. You hungry, drink more water, (laughs) you know, any problem. She's always like, just drink more water. It fixes Mm -hmm. everything. And I actually think she's right. So it's good advice. Yeah. What Mm -hmm. else? What kind of stuff do you do every day? Uh, For me, food is a big thing. And I've been a vegetarian for 20 plus years. It's not saying that everybody should be vegetarian, but for me, it's eating healthy. There's a difference in the way I feel if I eat healthy food or eat bad food, you know, and I think it gets worse as you get older and you can't quite do the things that you used to do. But I'm to the point now, like, I don't want to eat anything bad because I just it just doesn't feel good. So, yeah. you know, being vegetarian, it's much easier, you know, the, for me, the plant-based foods just make me feel better anyway. Yeah. But so I, I love dessert. I'm a huge dessert fan. But I actually get the same feeling from eating a really healthy meal as I do from eating a piece of chocolate cake or whatever. Because it's not something you do all the time. So So it's it's good to splurge sometimes. But I think that consistency in, you know, and for for me, it involves, you know, I do meal prep. I make all my own food. I don't go out to eat. So I know what I'm consuming. That's a little much for a lot of people, but it's what works for me. And it just, you know, helps me, you know, make sure that I'm eating the best that I can throughout the week which helps with energy. It helps with overall feeling. As you were um, talking, I was mm-hmm. just thinking, remember that little <laughs> cafe bakery place that we would eat together every once in a while and that chocolate pie, whatever, whatever that was. But that's exactly so where my good. mind went when I was talking about I that. I pictured it. And I was my, tasting it. My in mouth my mind. started watering a little bit. I know. So. It was so delicious. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do love, love my desserts, but yeah. I love healthy eating too. And no, I know. I, I, it's funny. Um, well, that's like a whole other episode. All the diets right. that I've tried, the cabbage soup diet, the keto diet, 
the count calories diet. It's like it's kind of like Forrest yeah. Gump. It's like the <laughs> see, what is it? Gumbo. There was all the, the gumbo. Yeah, all the shrimp that they've tried. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we'll 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 get into all the diets that I've tried another time. But I um, definitely agree that uh, I think too when you're running a business. Um, I also run in a household, you get so busy that you forget to eat. And, um, I mean, I know you don't, don't Amanda McCune does not miss a meal friends. (laughs) But my, my day pretty much much revolves around mealtime. So it would never happen. But I also get grumpy when I'm hungry. So it's not, it's better for everybody that I stay. Yeah. I, I definitely, um, uh, for me too, it's kind of weird because I strategize when I eat based on when I'm going to be on mic mm. because I feel like when I eat, I don't like to eat like cereal or something and then go get on my mic to do a voiceover. It's just kind of like this whole thing or dairy or, you know, there's all these different foods that I think about. But um, I, one thing that I will say while we're on the topic of, you know, um, routines and daily things is uh, for me, self-care, uh, a big thing is getting up in the morning and going for a walk. I do a daily walk every morning. I usually walk about three miles, sometimes four, um, and after my coffee in the morning. And then usually when I come back, that's when I like to eat something. It'll be oftentimes for me, it's oatmeal in the morning. Mm -hmm. I really like the way I feel on that. But I used to be a person that always skipped breakfast. I would never really eat breakfast and, um, I just noticed that it really was such a better choice to to start off with, you know, it's a lot of water in the morning, doing my walk, and then doing some oatmeal. And I really felt like then if I went a long time without eating, I still had some some fuel. But that's just my thing. I do yeah. smoothies every morning, so I actually make them. I make two weeks worth at a time. What do you and then what I do freeze you do? Them. So it's usually coconut water. Um, flaxseed or chia seeds or something like that. Cinnamon, which is a good anti-inflammatory. Um, some kind of greens, whether it's spinach, kale, chard, whatever mm. combination of that. Put in some berries, um, usually, like berries a lot. Uh, a banana, an orange in each one. Yeah. So it's kind of, you get all the, I get all the fruits and vegetables and all of that right up front to start the day. And it's, for me, being able to do that in batches and then I freeze them. So I'm kind of, I take one out of the freezer in the morning, put it in the fridge. And so they're sort of, it's just ready to go. So I don't have to worry about what am I going to make that morning? Or do I have time? Or You impressed me, there. Amanda McCune. Oh, thank you. Yes. Um, I, I wish I was that organized and prepared. You're like a really good food prep person. I know all all these people like on Instagram and Pinterest and they're all in their meal prep and they've got everything all laid out. And I'm like, man, I need to be, I would love to be that organized. Yeah. Part of it is just, I'm, I'm a routine creature. Mm-hmm. So that's part of it. But it helps me make sure that I'm making good choices throughout the week. Yeah. So it's, you know, yes, I might spend three or four hours on Sunday doing all of my meal prep, but then throughout the week, I never get in that situation that's, oh, I worked too late and now I'm hungry and I don't have time. So I'm just going to run and grab something fast to eat, or I'm going to just, you know, have some frozen dinner and stick it in the microwave. Like it's, you know, I, I don't, I set myself up to succeed that way. So it's set yourself up to succeed. I love that. Yeah. No, it's good. You know, but you have to find what works for you. Just like with everything. Some people cannot be routine. You know, I'm, I'm very routine Yeah. <laughs> and boring. That's no. what I always say. But 
for, um, for me, that part of that routine, the thing that's the most important to me in terms of self-care is Pilates. Yeah. And it's funny because I have, there's times when I have clients who are super busy or friends or whoever it is, and they kind of give me grief about it. Like, oh, it must be so nice that you have time to go to Pilates. They're like, well, it's because I make the time, number one, but I, I also prioritize it. For me, it's not just exercise. It's not just a, a thing to do. It's, uh, it's pain management for me. Mm -hmm. And so I have chronic pain issues that I deal with, um, and I don't really like to make that an issue. Right. But it was when I found Pilates is what really helped me kind of keep that at bay. Yeah. Uh, I still have issues when the weather changes. I haven't figured out how to change that yet. Um, mm. Controlling the weather, I'm still a work in progress. Yeah. But One of your superpowers that you're developing. <laughs> but for me, that, that hour that I go to Pilates, and I usually go four days a week, that's a, it helps keep me strong, which makes me feel better. It, it, it stops, you know, I, I sit, I'm on a laptop or I'm on a computer all day, yeah. all week, sometimes at night, or I'm out in the field standing for 10 hours yeah. on a shoot or sometimes more. And that all can take its toll. So that Pilates yeah. for me is the thing that works to help me stay in shape, but also help just healthy overall. And it helps my mind to a point, you know, sometimes like I'll ha be having a really bad day or I have a migraine. And I'll still go to Pilates when I can't. Sometimes sure. you can't be, I mean, because there's light issues and, and other things. But I'll go, if I'm just kind of feeling crummy, I'll go. And I've had instructors like, why are you even here? It's like, well, there's a 50-50 chance I'm going to feel better when I leave or I'm going to feel the same as I do right now. Right. So, and the majority of the time, I feel like it's better when I leave there. And it's part of it is just that mental thing. It takes focus off. I just hit the microphone. You know, Oops. I'm mad at it. So what do we do? It's all right. But, it's you know. super cool. I feel really, like, professional with these microphones. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm kind yeah. of, like, proud of our setup. I think it looks really go. nice. I hope you guys like our setup. It's just a little side <laughs> note. I was really proud of it. We walked in today, and my mom's visiting from Illinois. Hi, Mom. And uh, she's out in the audience right now, right behind the camera. Hi, Mom. Hi. I love that you're here. This is so cool. <laughs> and uh, you can you can say something if you want. You're being shy. <laughs> I love it. My uh, my sister is due any moment. Literally, she's gonna be having her her little baby every day. I'm like, hey, is today the day you're gonna have your baby? And she's like, I don't know. I feel the same. <laughs> she actually told me she thinks she's gonna be 90 years old, and uh, still have a baby inside of her waiting to maybe make its debut, maybe not. She's just so over being pregnant, but she's having baby number two, my new niece. But I digress. My mom and I walked <laughs> in today and I was like, mom, look at our setup. Like, we're really like fancy. We have like our own show. We're starting. <laughs> my mom said, it's very pretty, honey. It's beautiful. I like it. So well, see, uh, that actually leads me to another self-care yes. point. We were supposed to record uh, a few days ago and oh, yeah. we had a freak situation in Las Vegas where we had a massive snowstorm. Doesn't snow weird. in Las Vegas, but it did for an entire day solid it was pretty overnight. Weird. And it was we had pretty. talked earlier in the day. It's like, well, are you still on? Because, you know, roads are a little bit scary. People don't know how to drive very well in Vegas when it rains mm -hmm. and let alone snow is this whole other animal. And then it was, you know, supposed to get down to, it was like 30 something degrees. Yeah. So the, the moisture could freeze over and then you have ice. Yep. And at first we were like, but we really want to record. So we're going to, we're, we're going to do it. We, we were then, like, we're in, let's go, let's I, do this. I think like an hour later when it, 
not only, well, because the snow had stopped, yeah. then it started raining and then it started hailing yeah. and all of these things that it's not supposed to do in Vegas started it's happening. against Las Vegas rules. And so we kind of had a chat and we thought, you know, it's not worth putting our safety at risk to yeah. go record a podcast. So. We're like, especially when the episode is about self-care. <laughs> <laughs> Just seemed like we needed to take our own advice a little bit. That was not responsible. <laughs> we're, we're trying to like be good role models and say, mm -hmm. take care of yourself, love yourself, not be dangerous and go drive in the, the ice to go shoot your self-care episode. Right. So, so I'm proud of us. Yeah, See, we did we, the responsible thing. We did. Yes. And, we and, postponed it, but it was worth it. And so we're here now. Yes. When it's back to sunny and normal Las Vegas. It was yes. just a weird thing that happened. Yep. Mm -hmm. I was thinking too, when you were talking about Pilates, um, I started doing Pilates a little bit ago, um, about a year about a year ago, I started to go, uh, I know there's floor Pilates and then there's reformer Pilates. Do you prefer the reformer type or do you do a little bit of both? I don't do much on the floor. I actually, so I go for the four days a week are four different classes. Mm -hmm. So some are, there's a, a tower is what it's called. It's a different machine. That's not the reformer. Oh, okay. Two of them are reformers and then Actually, three are reformers. One is a circuit reformer, though, so it actually jumps between the regular reformers, the Pilates chair, the TRX. There's a, a few different machines and sort of things, so I try to change it up because I also... Part of the reason I've never been a, a proper gym person is I just think working out is super boring. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm not ever trying to be you know, bodybuilder, you know, I just, I want to, I want to be in good shape, Yeah. but I'm not trying to, you know, you want to be strong and healthy right. and lean. And I think the same thing with me, it's like, I want to be, I'm in my forties now. And my goal is actually to be in the best shape of my life now. Um, it, it's become something really important to me. And I know in future episodes, we do plan to go deeper in this topic, but I know you mentioned a few minutes ago, you definitely deal with chronic pain and it's because of an accident you were in, right? Uh, well, combination bad genetics and then an accident that made it worse. Yeah. So, well, we'll you know. <laughs> I know we're going to talk more about that in future episodes. And I've actually gone through some weird, you know, unexpected health things too. I've actually had two different bouts with two different cancers and had some surgeries and things. And the reason I started to go to Pilates was because um, I had a, a pretty big incision in my abdomen um, and I wanted to rebuild my core. And I'd heard so much about Pilates and how great Pilates is for you. And so I started to go to Pilates just to kind of um, focus on my core. And I fell completely in love with it because I do the reformer type. And you can do like a full body workout in 50 minutes. And I love mm -hmm. the ladies who, who teach. Um, the instructors are just so sweet. And they're so good about helping you modify. And going back to massage from earlier today, um, my massage therapist said that basically your body is like this all day when you're on a computer or sitting at a desk. And when you go to a Pilates class, it's literally like taking your body and doing this to your body. And when he just did that for me, when he just explained it to me visually, I just like felt better. I was like, yes, that's what I do. I go to Pilates and do that. And for but, those of you who are listening and not watching her, this explanation oh yeah, is actually, I forgot. you know, it's your body straightening out. And that's, that's really what it does. Yeah. If you put your, your hand in a fist and then open up your hand, that's what I just demonstrated. But, um, anyway, I, yeah, I forgot that people are just listening to, <laughs> we're new at all this podcast jazz, but that's um, why there's two of us. I know yeah, one of us will We'd be dangerous if it was just one of us doing this. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I definitely think Pilates is a really great way to go. Um, and 
I don't think I was a little intimidated about going to a Pilates class because mm -hmm. similar to what you said, I've never really considered myself to be a very athletic person or a person who really goes to a gym and knows what to do. Um, I've worked with personal trainers over the years and I've just never been fully committed. I, I, I go through these little bursts and I'll go work out for a while and then I won't. And I think that I just didn't have like a real clear goal for myself, which mm -hmm. was just overall strength good health and wellness. But after going through some of the different health things that I faced, um, I just wanted to get more serious about it becoming a lifestyle choice for myself and eating well and eating often. And like you said, putting good things in my body and getting into a routine of exercising. And I've gotten real with myself. And what I will do is I will walk every day. Mm -hmm. That's like my biggest form of exercise. And then second to that, I will go to Pilates. So it's because I like it and mm -hmm. I like the way my body feels afterwards. So um, I think with self-care in regards to your exercise, um, find out what, figure out what you like. Because I, I think like you said, I didn't like going to the gym. I didn't like, I just felt like a real weirdo. Like I was just like, yeah, I'm going to just go over to these, these free weights and and you feel like you're an what, imposter because you have do, no idea do what, what the doing. girl over there is doing or I'll I'll watch someone for a while mm -hmm. and and then even with uh having personal trainers and stuff who've showed me I forgot what they showed me it's just terrible and the last situation. thing you want to do is be one of those YouTube videos of the person using the machine the completely <laughs> yeah. wrong way the, yeah, yeah the exercise so don't but yeah. I, I think one of those key, the key points of self care is not beating yourself up yeah. when you don't when you try something and you don't like it it's it's okay yeah you know it's so much of it is finding what's right for you yep. and understanding that you can't do it a hundred percent of the time yeah you know you it, you can make have every intention but there might be one day that you're just sick and you can't go out for a walk like you just yeah. don't have it in you and that's okay yeah. sometimes I'll say to myself mm -hmm. I'm so exhausted from the last three days of um, voicing and being at the studio at night teaching and today my body needs more rest versus a walk and so I'll just say that's that's okay today I'm gonna sleep longer and give my body some love by giving myself a little bit more rest um, that's you know one example do you have I, one that you can think of well I think part of it is being brave too or having that confidence especially when we're talking about exercise and whatever it is it's very easy to be intimidated going into a group class or a gym or yeah. whatever it might be because the first time you have no idea what you're doing yeah and it's kind of reminding yourself well the people who are there some of them it's their first time too, but yep. it, it was everybody's first time at some point. Yeah. And you just kind of can't be self-conscious about it, which is tough. Like I never had done a group class before one of my friends started teaching yoga and I, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And it was really intimidating. And I ended up like running away right afterwards, but then I got really into yoga for a while. And I, that's kind of helped me figure out, okay, the gym exercises aren't going to work for me because of all the pain issues and injuries and things like that, I need something that's super controlled because mm -hmm. I have to be very mindful of alignment and posture and all those things that, I mean, you're, everyone should be concerned with form when they're working out anyway, yep. but I have more, <laughs> it, worse things happen to me if I'm out, like if my shoulder is turned slightly out, it could be, you know, I could have a headache for three days. So form is very important to me, yeah, but that, it, would, that it, would be a bummer to have to deal with. 
but it happens. you're so tough, Amanda McCune. Well, you know, it's, it's another choice. It's self-care. I could either take the pain and just sit at home and dwell and be like, Oh, I'm so sad. You know, this yeah. hurts. Like, and sometimes I just keep to myself because I don't want other people to feel bad for me. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it, it's, you know, if I'm in one of those moods, it's better for me to just keep to myself and sort of get through it. But that's part of this, the self-care too, is being able to step back and say, okay, I'm going to do the things that I have to do, yeah. but then I'm going to go, I'm just going to take care of me while I can, because if I push it too much, yeah. it's just going to prolong, prolong it. Yeah. And again, I have clients who I, you know, who I'm responsible for and other, other things that I yeah. have to do. So it comes back to, I need to take care of myself to make sure okay. that, you know, it's one thing if I need to take an afternoon off, but if I push it too far and then maybe I have two days that I'm, I'm just not very functional, yeah. that's, that's bad for business. No, and I don't want to be in for, for two days. It's no fun. I have a quote too, that I, I pulled up that I thought was kind of nice for today's subject. I don't know about you, but I love me a good inspirational quote. <laughs> I am a quote lover. I am a quote creator. I am a self quoter. I will quote <laughs> myself sometimes because I will love my quotes so much. One of my quotes is, let all your love hang out. Now, when you quote yourself, do you follow it with Let Melissa all your Motes? love hang out. <laughs> Dash. Melissa Motes. <laughs> I think that that's a beautiful quote because if you if you love everyone in the world, you should let them know. And I'm I'm all about letting all my love hang out. I tell everyone I love them if I love them. I love you, Amanda McCune. I love you too, Melissa. Motes. How does that make you feel? Well, you've only hugged me once today, so Melissa literally lets her love hang out, and she's a I big do. hugger. I'm not a big hugger, I do. I'm and big. and I think she does it um, intentionally. It's too. from my big fat Croatian family. We <laughs> hug when we get together. We hug when we greet each other. We kiss each other. We hug each other. I, I, don't, I don't kiss you everybody, don't, but, but, you but my family, me. I do. Yeah. And then I hug like during our visit and then I have to give you a farewell hug. It's a lot of stuff. And, and he usually is like, Amanda McEwen, I'm going to hug you now. And then she comes I always at tell me her and then I stand there and I, I just let it happen. And so I, I try to hug back, but you got to you know. let all your love hang out. <laughs> Self quoter. But I would like to share a quote with you. Uh, this is one by Katie Reed um, that I found online that I love. It says, self-care is giving the world the best of you instead of what's left of you. Mm -hmm. And I really love that because, um, you know, it's like, I, I know sometimes I feel bad because I, I'll put in some really, really long days and I'll give all that I have to my voiceover clients and all that I have to my students and in teaching and stuff. And then I come home and I'll, I'll see my husband and I'm like, hi, how was your day? And he'll tell me and we'll talk for like five minutes. And I say, I'm really sorry, but I need to go to bed now because I got nothing left. And I hate it when I do that because I don't want to give him just what's left of me. I want to give him the best of me. But it's like there are definitely long days where you know, I'm, I, when I teach, I love, I'm high energy and I love to give it, you know, my all. And then when I'm voicing, it's very physical. A lot of people don't realize how physical voice acting can be. And it's very mental, which also requires a lot of concentration and, and like I said, energy. So, um, I think taking those breaks and filling up your cup so that you can give the best of yourself instead of just what's, what's left is, is, you know, really important to think about. And I love that quote. I think it's good. And I, you just reminded me too, that I think it's important to know yourself in, in a sense that 
And the example that I'm thinking of, which maybe will help me articulate it, is back, you know, when I was younger, my friends, you know, as we live in Vegas, so there's a lot of nightlife here. Mm-hmm. People would always want to go to the clubs and go out to the bars and go drinking. And I don't drink and I don't dance. And again, I'm very boring. So I didn't really have any interest in doing these things, but I wanted to hang out with my friends and I didn't want to be antisocial. So I would go out. And what would happen, though, is I wasn't having a good time. And so, you know, I would be there, but I wasn't really present. I wasn't in the moment. I was just like, I don't want to be here. And then my friends would see that, and now they feel bad, and it just nobody's happy with this situation. So I sort of changed and just said, I'm not going to do that. So how about I'll meet you guys for dinner before, then you go out. And it happens when people come to Vegas for the weekend, because they usually want to do Vegas all out. And Mm -hmm. that's what I always tell them. It's like, let me see you before you go to the strip. Like, we'll go, I'll take you to somewhere off strip. I'll show you somewhere. We'll go have dinner, have a nice conversation. And then I send them off into the world. My my thing is, I know how, if Amanda tells me she's got like three days worth of meetings and uh, outings where she's going to put on pants more than say three times in a week, uh, I go, whoa, girl, you're going to, it's going to take you a few days to recover from that. So uh, again, it's knowing yourself and it's Mm -hmm. knowing, you know, that some people are super extroverted and being around other people really fills them up. And then other people are more introverted and being around people is a lot of work for them. And having that quiet time is what fills them up. So I also feel really refueled when I go home and I'm around my family. It's like, you know, tons of like a lot of hugs, a lot of of family time. (laughs) But Um, but like you just said, it's like some of your friends, that's what they want is they want you to be with them and stuff, but that doesn't necessarily mean it fills you up. Right. And it's, you know, and people who know me and are my true friends, they're not really going to be mad that I don't want to go to the club with them. They're going to realize, oh, that's not her scene. We can still go have fun. We can still be friends. We just on a different level. And like I invite you to all of our parties and I say, Hey, if you want to come, you show up and come. But if you don't, you know that I understand. I don't like to pressure you to have to come because I know that that's a lot of energy for you. It's true, but, but you usually, do a lot of costume parties. I don't I love like costume parties. Either. They're the best. <laughs> but you know, I, I make the effort and it's not to say that I, you know, it's all always has to be about me, mm-hmm. but there is that since I stopped trying to go do the things that I didn't enjoy yeah. doing, it's better because then the time that I have with those same people is more meaningful because you know, it, you go to the loud places and I don't talk loud. I can't hear. It's just a bunch of loud music and, you know, we don't really get to connect yeah. anyway. So. It's a different kind of fun. But I, um, one other thing that I was reminded of when you were just sharing uh, about what fills you up and what kind of depletes you, um, I, I've been taking a public speaking class and uh, they had us do a really cool um, personality test, like uh, your communication style. And there, it was really interesting. I, I found out that I was considered um, spirited and considerate, and um, meaning that I care a lot about other people and how they feel. And when I'm interacting with people, I'm, I'm hyper aware of how yeah. other people feel. 
And um, one of the ways that I get my energy is engaging with people. And, you know, that that's that's something that's important for my self-care. But um, I think for you, it'd be interesting to take the same test because I would, I would guess that you would be more on the analytical side of things. You would be considered, I, I can't remember what they called it, but it was like direct and systematic. I think mm. systematic is lots of <laughs> processes and no, but you're super organized and mm. you are, you are really great with people, but, um, but definitely you, you enjoy your alone time and your quiet time. Um, and you know, just mm -hmm. an observation, but it was kind of neat. It was neat to find out about different communication styles and stuff. I'm always yeah. interested in that stuff Yeah, just because Me it too. is. And that's part of, you know, um, interacting with people that was being able to sort of change and, and adapt and realize, okay, this person, you know, we're communicating this way, this person, we need to do it this way. Yep. And that's a big part of, of my business overall is that being able to connect yeah. And it's because I'm an introvert, because I'm an observer, yeah. I usually am not interjecting my own opinions on people. I'm just listening. Sure. And no, most of listener. the time, you know, and this is kind of that part of that self-care too, is that sometimes you have to just sort of, I think, talk to somebody. Yeah. And most of what I do on the coaching side is listening as my clients talk and they are explaining what their challenges are, what they want to achieve. And a lot of times they have all the answers that they need. They just need to say all the, get through sort of all the steps and say it out loud. Yeah. So it's not that I necessarily have all the answers on my own, Sure. but it's more, okay, I'm going to listen to you and, and ask, ask some good key mm -hmm. questions <laughs> right. to help bring it out of them. Sorry. It's okay, I got excited. That's exactly what it is. And yeah. so that's, you know, um, it, it's all kind of connected that, you know, and taking care of yourself. I'm just looking over there because sometimes Brent Mukai holds up like papers mm -hmm. for us to tell us if we're doing a good job or not, or how are we doing today, Brent? Doing great. Okay. okay. Speaking of some yeah. of these, just since we're, we're mentioning Brent Mukai, yeah, we got great he's our, our producer, our, he's just our Brent. I think we said that in, in podcast number one, but he's our Brent. We love he's him. here with us all the time, sort of doing the behind the scenes, helping us out in a lot of ways. Melissa's husband, Troy, is with us all the time setting up. He did all of this stuff, all the setup for us, our set, the microphones, everything. He's here kind of making sure. There's other Motzes. Motzes yeah, we got in my, the, in the yeah, house. Motzes in the house. <laughs> um, my nephew Taylor's here also, and uh, he's just amazing at all kinds of different things. He's got his own media company too. It's Motz Media, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you I'm super proud of them. Filming. You know, it's like one thing I do want to say too, is this is the womanpreneur podcast, mm -hmm. but we sure got a whole lot of great men, uh, behind us, helping us get this started and off the ground. And last, last time we got together to shoot too, we had David Mark Miller, who's an awesome audio guy who was here. Our really good friend Shane Sharp was here helping us also with the audio and video stuff. And David created the music that you hear on our intro and outro. Yeah. And Shane is our editor extraordinaire. Yeah. And just overall good guy. It's just awesome. <laughs> I, I sure hope we get a lot of guys to kind of like tune in and hang out with us too. Um, because, you know, womanpreneur, 
you know, I just, I guess when we were coming up with our, our name of our podcast, we were really kind of starting from a place of being a woman in business, both of us being business owners and wanting to help and share other women business owners. But, you know, there's just so much to, to share with, with the ladies and the guys out mm -hmm. there. So hopefully, hopefully they'll, we'll make sure it's, it's clear <laughs> to them that they can tune in, that we're not just talking right. about like bras and like <laughs> girl stuff and, and Pillow fights. Pillow, <laughs> pillow fights. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Like, we want to talk about, like, things that pertain to everybody, but... Well, it's, um, it, it's womanpreneur because that's who we are. Yes. It doesn't mean that that's who our viewers or who our listeners need to be. Right. You know, this, all of the things that we talk about, I think, just applies to people. It yeah. applies to humans. Absolutely. And we're big on empowering ourselves and supporting, empowering everyone out there who has big dreams. Because we both, let's face it, we have big dreams. I always feel like I'm just getting started, mm -hmm. you know? And sometimes it's good to stop and look at look back at just how far you've come. But um, I like to do that for a second. And then I'm like, okay, onward and upward. I'm ready for the next exciting thing. So on self-care, just to kind of like maybe wrap up a few of our thoughts, I would really love to get uh, another conversation going um, on a future episode about self-care. I think today it's just kind of scratching the surface, but I think for me, the big takeaway um, is, you know, selfing is a thing and mm -hmm. it's not selfish. And I do want to thank my really awesome friend, Les Sinclair, for saying that to me one day when he saw me looking really tired and, and, and over, like I just was overdoing it. And it's important to listen to people around you who love you, who stop you and say, hey, have you like taken, taken a minute for yourself and just kind of like loved yourself or rested or regrouped? So I really do appreciate less teaching me the term selfing. I love it. And I just kind of want to get that word out there more to, mm -hmm. to everyone who's tuning into our podcast. And don't feel bad for taking time out to take care of yourself and to love yourself and to figure out what it is that you do that helps you fill up your cup. Because like Amanda was sharing examples and I was sharing examples, it's different for all of us. We all fill up our cup differently, but just do it. Love yourself and, and fill that cup back up. Got anything you want that to say? That was pretty eloquent, so I'm, I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to top the Melissa Motes quotes. <laughs> Melissa Motes quotes coming right at you. Thank you so much for tuning in to our episode number two. We would love it if you would subscribe to our channel, follow us on... What? Social media. Social media. <laughs> if you go to our website, com, we'll have links to all of our social channels there. We will see you next time. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Until next time, you've got this.